0: This is a bonus episode of The Upside with Callie and Jeff Dollar, where we have taken your questions that you asked on Callie's Instagram account, Mm -hmm. and we are going to answer them totally randomly because Callie just did arts and crafts.
1: Well, Jeff hasn't seen the questions, so I printed every single one of them out, and then I cut them up, and I folded them, and I put them into a bowl. Can you hear that? I put them into a bowl and I will be drawing out questions for us to answer totally randomly. And again, Jeff has not seen any of these.
0: For the record, we are doing this with wine.
1: And we're doing this with wine. So this could get interesting fast. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff.
0: Very quickly, a thank you to our advertising partners making this bonus episode possible. The first one, Skillshare. If 2020 means you are going to learn more and do more, Skillshare is ready to help you out. You can get two free months just for being an Upside listener. Go to Skillshare.com slash Upside and get two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for Free. These classes range in length from ten minutes up to an hour, and they cover all sorts of topics. What have you got to lose? Skillshare.com/slash/upside and enjoy two months for free.
1: You heard us talk about skylight frames all through December, and if you didn't get one as a gift, but you still want one we've still got a deal for you. skylight frame is a digital photo frame, but what makes it different is you set up an easy to remember email address when you set it up, give it to your friends, your family, whoever else, and they can send pictures directly from their phone to that email address and they'll show up right on the frame. I did that with one of Jeff's family friends and she got a nice little picture of me and Jeff when she woke up. I hope she liked it. I didn't even ask. Right now, you can get $10 off by going to skylightframe.com and using the code UPSIDE. Again, that's skylightframe.com. That'll get you $10 off when you use the code UPSIDE.
0: And last but certainly not least, our friends at Hemp Fusion. Thank you for partnering with The Upside. Hemp Fusion blends CBD with terpenes and other natural ingredients to help you feel 100%. They've got products that specifically help with stress, with sleep, and with energy. Now, the CBD works great, but when you blend it with terpenes and natural ingredients to supplement whatever you are trying to solve, well, it works even better. It's available Online and at a natural products retailer near you, but you can only get 20% off your first order and free shipping by going to hempfusion.com. That's hempfusion.com and using the promo code UPSIDE.
1: And now on with our bonus episode of The Upside with Callie and Chef Dollar. And if you want to hear these bonus episodes ad free, you can do those by joining our advisory hoard. All you have to do is text the word HORDE, H O R D E, to 800-434-5454. Again, that's HORDE, H-O-R-D-E, to 800-434-5454. Are you ready, Jeff Dollar?
0: Are you? These aren't just for me. Like these No, are they're for not. You too. But
1: usually Jeff is so used to being in control of situations like this and also executive producing, and I am in control. Call me the executive producer, please. But
0: you didn't eliminate questions that came in just for you or ones that would be uncomfortable for you to answer, did you?
1: No, no one asked me anything uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> Come on. Did people ask me uncomfortable things?
1: Uh, Maybe like one or two. All right. We'll see. Okay.
0: Question number one.
1: Do you miss the lake house?
0: You know what? This summer, I honestly did not, Um, and I don't, that's a tough question. I miss the socialization that went on there, but it was also a big, giant time suck, so I don't think that our podcast and other endeavors would have moved forward as quickly and as successfully as they did with the lake house. Totally
1: true. Cause when we would go up on, we would go up every single Friday, especially during the summer. And, um, we would spend the whole week in there, entertaining, drinking, essentially being free of responsibility and like brain power. And we definitely could not do that with a show. I mean, we're recording this on a Saturday night. We work, through the weekend as well. And it's fun work, but it is work. And there's no way that we could have gone full weekends the whole summer without working.
0: Um, I will say the lake houses where like 4th of July became my favorite holiday because we would always have big parties there and uh, my family would come down and and Callie's parents would come up. So like, I have great memories there, but for me, I feel like it had run its course. I think you were more more sad when I it went away. I was super
1: sad because we fell in love there. We started like dating up there and going up there on weekends when we first were dating. And we got engaged up there. So I was really sad um, that the house was going away until Jeff got fired. Then I realized that we were about to have a mortgage that we couldn't afford yeah. without a dual income. So I got over that real fast. Um, and to be honest, I mean, second homes, well, home ownership is a money no matter what house you own. Like it is expensive to own a house.
0: It's expensive to own a house, but it's also expensive to rent a house. I don't agree with that statement at all. Like homeownership is not a money pit. I got into an unfortunate situation (laughs) with the lake house that made it not I bought it as what I hope would be a profitable hoped would be a very profitable investment, and through a million different circumstances that were nobody's fault,
1: right? Economy, the stuff e- like
0: co- that. economy. There were some construction issues that had to be repaired. There was a a lawsuit against the builder that was bigger than than me. It was the whole community the seven year lawsuit. It yeah. Was, so there was just a lot of stuff. So uh, I don't think I th- still think home ownership and 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 real estate are the best investment and the best place to put your money. That just was an unfortunate situation that didn't turn out the way I thought it would. Right. So I am glad to be relieved of the financial burden of that.
1: All right. Oops. Do y'all sit down and discuss the show before you record it, or do you just play and then edit it if you need to?
0: We, so the system with the show is when it's very similar to how I used to do radio shows, um, which is what I think gives us a a cool advantage over other people who do podcasts, because we have the organization, I have the organizational experience. So we submit content.
1: To ourselves. (laughs) To ourselves.
0: Um, We just created an email address, which is something that I had at every radio show that I've ever worked at, like a dumping ground. So the minute you think of something, and this is if you're thinking of starting a podcast that is, if you're thinking of starting anything creative, I highly recommend this idea. Create an email address that becomes your dumping ground for sending content and ideas and brainstorms to the minute you think of them.
1: So I read a news article about Leslie Jones being hired for um, Supermarket Sweep, and then I just messaged Jeff. I mean, I sent a message to her inbox saying, Supermarket Sweep, other 90s game show reminiscing, stuff like that. So it's really fast ideas. And then Jeff writes out a schedule on a whiteboard every day, and we talk about it just because the... Topics that are written on the board are really like three words. So if we don't talk about the top, what the topic is or the purpose of the topic beforehand, sometimes we'll get in a place where we're like, where I'm like, I don't understand what you're going for here. But so- I
0: think, but I think you skipped over a huge step. Like we do produce the show. So all the ideas come into the inbox and then I'll sit down and I'll say, okay, we have two really serious things we want to talk about. We have three lighthearted things. Like, like in the inbox, there might be 10 things in there. Five of them are like really serious and two of them are lighthearted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We never want to do a show that is beginning to end like totally he- All serious and heavy, yeah. And we don't want to do a show that's beginning to end completely silly. So we try to organize and balance stuff out. Then we write it on the whiteboard. I'll write it down there right just as a list of stuff and then we'll we kind of balance like who's gonna open each break like who's gonna start each segment and th- but there's not really like a but we show don't discuss, me- no prep meeting
1: there are um things that we discuss like hey, here's what we're trying to get at in this topic, but we never fully discuss it because we want to have genuine rea- reactions when we talk about it on our show. So um, we very rarely talk a segment completely all the way through, but we do go through a rundown and say, hey, here's what we're trying to accomplish with this. And and yeah.
0: Okay. Question number
1: three. How is Jeff's dad doing?
0: He's doing really, really, really well. Um, <laughs> with the support of some truly awesome neighbors. Every time I owe him a phone call, but I, I text with him a couple times a, a day. And er, I feel like every other time we text, he is reporting on something that one of a food that one of the neighbors dropped off.
1: Yeah, he's being really he's well taken being care really of.
0: Really well fed. Obviously, he's sad, very sad. Um, they were married for almost 50 years. I'm going up in a, a couple weeks, so I'll have an, a more of a report then, but um,
1: he's sleeping, he's eating, He's is
0: so, going to the
1: store. He told Jeff, he made a target run. Yes.
0: Yeah, so he's sociali- like, socializing with the neighbors. So, uh, I, I think he's doing as good or better than might be expected. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I don't know how, I mean, they were together for nearly 50 years. Right. Like, what, you know, it's just, it's mind blowing to think of that change. So it's very, you know, it's still very sad. I was thinking about my mom earlier this week and, uh, it's just, it's sad. It's, it's just sad. It's weird. Grief is a weird thing. So weird. Yeah.
1: This is for me. What kind of daily projects do you do? Uh, do you work on at CNN? I do a little bit of everything. And actually, Jeff might be able to answer this better than I can because it's so routine to me, but he gets stories about my job all the time. Uh, I'm an assistant to a TV, a news anchor and whatever. I'm responsible for making her the best anchor that she can be. So it literally is whatever that means on that day.
0: Yeah. So I don't, I mean, you know what your routine stuff is like, I know that you meet her every morning in the room where she does her makeup Mm -hmm. or gets her makeup done and read the news stories to her. So, Mm -hmm. so she can, Point, make changes, mm-hmm. right? Is that why yep. you do that? Yep. And then um, you're available on the set in case, if you know, because the the thing that's different about TV news or TV anything TV related and radio stuff is. TV, there's no flexibility in the timing. No. Like in radio, if we're in the radio studio and I knock something over and spill the drink all over myself, I could run out of the room and say, play two songs and run down to my car and see if I have a, you know, bag from the dry cleaner or something in my car that I can change into. Mm -hmm. If something happens on the TV set, like Robin, Callie's coworker Robin, can't. Leave that set because the commercial breaks are X number of minutes right. long. And when they come back, there's no playing extra commercial. I've got to go.
1: Right. I so spilled it's le- something
0: on myself. It's like,
1: less projects and more thinking on the fly. Yeah. Um. That's it,
0: why I think your job changes every single day because it literally does. Yeah. The routine stuff is just the routine. But, and then there's always, there's also like random things like, uh, you know, like work-related stuff where you're doing stuff at home, uh, like uh, for the Christmas party, like buying gumballs and crafts.
1: Yeah. Uh, my boss wanted to surprise the, t- the team with a kind of a winter wonderland candy dessert bar on the last day of work before holiday. So I helped her create that. And so on days like that, I'm, you know, running errands, running to home goods, getting stuff to make it look pretty, um, getting her vision for things, ordering the food, doing that kind of stuff. But yeah, less projects, more on the fly thinking. And then every once in a while, we'll be on assignment and I travel with her um, to wherever she's going. And that means you know, preparing when I go do things like that. I try to replicate as best I can her routine when we're not at home. So I try to much like a band on the road and their crew tries to make the road their home. I try to make wherever we are, feel like home to her so she can do her job to to the the best of her ability.
0: And then there's also the random stuff like, uh, Callie saying, Hey, I need to get a wetsuit by next Wednesday. Any ideas on where I can get a wetsuit? And I'm like,
1: (laughs) what? Yeah. So it's really random. All right. What's your favorite segment or bit you've done on the show and what's one you want to do?
0: You know, I, there, uh, we've done some stuff that I thought was fun, but when, for the first six months of this show, which is coming to a close, like the show started in August, mm-hmm. August 8th. So uh, it'll be what, February 8th will be our six month anniversary. And I, in my head, Callie was very adamant or anti- radio, anything radio bit, anything reoccurring, anything segmenty weirded you out because.
1: I would just get bored by it. And I think um, the problem I had with the, here's the difference between radio and what we're doing now is our show is driven by what we're passionate about talking about. And I don't like the idea of every Monday we do this because if we're not feeling it, we're not, you know what I mean? No, Who's going to want to listen to something that we're not feeling because we're forced into doing it. And I got a bad taste in my mouth. I think um, just in your radio career when you were mandated doing things that didn't make sense. And that nobody was really into, like you weren't into. And for me, I mean, I've worked with talent for, you know, what, 12, 13 years now. And I always say to people, if your talent's not excited about it, the the end result's not going to be excited. So I say that about, you know, TV, but also when I worked with musicians, like if your clients, if the talent's not into it, who cares?
0: But I think there's, what I think is different is the the rules that were handed down for us in radio were like in my last job you know they came the consultants or the council of whoever smart people or whatever they go you know they they did all these algorithms and science with ratings and stuff and they're like okay you need to do a phone scam and it has to run every day between 7:52 and the top of the hour and it has to be at least 5 minutes long and you have to do it every single hour like and that and it was a non negotiable mm-hmm. so if what we were doing before that ran really long then we wouldn't then we had to stop what we were doing before because like that was a non negotiable like th- that and it was just
1: So that's why I don't like bits, but we, so we do have a couple, do we have a couple things? Well,
0: what I like, like, I thought the dramatic reading from the cookbooks, I enjoyed those. I liked the game, name that crunch.
1: I did like name that crunch,
0: name that crunch. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of petty crime junkie where we do dramatic readings of like small town newspaper crime blotters. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing this, because of this podcast, And the nature of the show, we can say, hey, every other Monday, we're going to do a dramatic reading from a cookbook. So send it to us. But if Monday's show is running long, like it doesn't matter. We could still do it because the show can be 50 minutes instead of 40 Mm -hmm. or 35. And if we're not feeling it, like we can say, We're just, we're not feeling it today. We're both tired. We're sick. We're fighting a cold that we can't be funny doing this. We'll do it in two days and we can just table it. That's the difference. Between. So I...
1: Something that I wanted to do that never panned out and Jeff didn't really care about it. So I think what we figured out is if one of us isn't super excited about it, it doesn't make for great content. And one thing that I really wanted to do that wound up not panning out was a Cali creep segment because I pride myself on how, how much stuff I can find out about people online. And I wanted people to call and say, hey... I want to know what you can find out about me as someone that doesn't know me online. You know what I mean? But we
0: asked for people to to submit themselves to you, and nobody yeah, did. Nobody
1: cared. So, anyways, that was one that I wanted to do.
0: But if if somebody wanted to do that and sent it, that like we could we could do that. But yeah. I will creep on you. Yeah. The other one that we never got to do, and it's just because of time. Like I did not have the time to do it, but the. Uh, motivational talks in two minutes or less, where if you think you have what it takes to give a motivational speech, we remember we are going to reach out to some of our friends.
1: Yeah. Our idea was to do that with celebrities. And I still think that's a really good idea.
0: Yeah. We just haven't pulled the trigger on it. But now that we're up and running, we have a rhythm, segments like that, I think are a possibility. But again, not again, but as we have said before, this show is for, like, it created, exists for you, right. the listener. So your feedback would be really appreciated on stuff like that. Right. Like, if you would like to hear us do more things like that, then tell us. If you are passionately against it, also tell us. If you're indifferent, yeah, we don't need to hear from you. That <laughs> That vote kind of cancels itself out.
1: Here's one that I got probably three times. This question came up three or four times. How do you guys stay disciplined with money?
0: How, like, what does that mean?
1: And someone else asked, do you guys have financial goals?
0: What does it mean disciplined with money?
1: I think like staying within a budget and not living over your means.
0: Uh, I think that's an area where I could definitely improve and now that we are small business owners i actually have to go sit down i just talked to kelly a couple of days ago to see if you want to go with me i want to go sit down with an accountant and and say okay here's all the money comes into this business account how do we pay ourselves how do we set aside money for taxes how do we know if we're being pro- if we're profitable how do we know if we're growing how are we saving money for gr- like all those questions I need to learn about?
1: We have been really um, when we, when Jeff had a salary job and we had two steady incomes coming in, we were really we had um, the luxury of putting some money aside. We were really disciplined about that. Uh, now things have changed and owning your own business is weird because we're constantly setting short-term goals. So I feel like lately we've been saying, keep
0: the lights on (laughs)
1: Right. lately. We came, I mean, the first, um, in August when we launched our first show, we had a number that we came up with and we calculated what we wanted that number to be by the end of the year, how much money we wanted to make. And, um, we set that goal. We actually put it on our fridge.
0: That was after that was actually after August. Remember, we had planned on not making any money through the end of the year. We were like, let's let's just suffer through the end of the year. And then when we launched the show, it took off so quickly and there was so much interest in it. And people came to us and said, We want to advertise on your show. And we got this advertising company to come on board. And we're like, Okay, there's a lot of input, a lot of noise. And that's when we said, Here's what we want to make. Let's focus on nothing more than this financial goal.
1: So right now it's to be honest, it's been kind of like, okay, how what does it look like to have and this is the way that we've been saying it. And to be totally honest, I think a lot of it is energy based, which sounds so stupid. And someone in accounting, like if we said this to our accountants, they would laugh in our face. Yeah. But we've kind of gone, okay, we have this goal before the end of the year. This is what life would need to be like to just survive and, and have, you know, two people working with us on the upside and all that stuff. And then we're kind of like, okay, what do we need to get through this goal, this goal, this goal. And then we just kind of work until we get there. So I took on a consulting job and we, it's not as stringent, but we put the goal, like we set the financial goal and then we just hustle, hustle, hustle until that goal is met.
0: Yeah. Which is probably the wrong,
1: it's probably the wrong way to do it. (laughs) Um, but that's how we've done it so far. So that's kind of, and we and have a lot to learn, but.
0: We have a lot to learn And 2020. is going to be really about sharpening our vision as business people. Mm-hmm. So th- the idea is, I really feel that this thing that we're creating is becoming a movement mm-hmm. and is a movement a- and I want to make it financially sustainable so that we can make a living off of it, right? Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, so that we can keep the people who are on our team, Katie who does the pick me up, and T Bird, who does all the Facebook group and all the the, you know, listener listen, stuff. Listener stuff, the the professional best friend who helps us with all that, they can grow and thrive and then bring other people on board and really make it That's the tough thing. I don't know what it looks like at the end, but I feel like we're headed in the right direction, Mm -hmm. and I just know that we have to spend money in order to make the money that we need to keep it alive. Yes. So we're not opposed to doing that, which is what I think fuels our our energy-driven mini goals. Yes,
1: yes. What is at least one thing you would love to see the upside grow to? And then she says conventions.
0: Does that, what do you think she means by that question?
1: Like what is in the future of the upside? Like, what does it look like? I, I think the upside, you're going to be hearing about this later this year, we're about to do a big, um, branding thing. And actually the brand isn't going to be the upside. The brand is going to be Callie and Jeff. So, um, what we've sketched out to this point is the Callie and Jeff brand. And underneath that, there will be our show, the podcast, the upside, there will be live events that are somehow. Can
0: we address just so, so it's nobody thinks that we're just egomaniacs who want our name on it. Yeah. Yeah. We can address why the entire brand won't be the upside. Oh, yes,
1: we can. Okay, so I we called a big time, fancy entertainment lawyer when we first started doing this. And we said, okay, we came up with the perfect name for our brand. It's going to be the upside brand. Everything we're like, we want it. Ironclad, whatever. So she goes and does the research and she comes back because Jeff and I didn't see anything that was branded on the upside. Um, An Australian version of what's kind of Lululemon owns the trademark as of like six months before we started our business on the upside. So that's why you haven't seen any upside merchandise that says just upside on it. That's why you're seeing Gwen Stefani wearing the t-shirt the upside on it
0: but her t-shirt those t-shirts this is what's so crazy is the a lot of people sent us Gwen Stefani wearing a shirt that said upside mm-hmm. on the Kelly Clarkson show and which is awesome but that is from that Australian fitness brand and that shirt costs like $225. It's and
1: not it's 225, but it is expensive. It's like 120 bucks.
0: Oh, okay. Well, see, once you're over 100 bucks right for a it doesn't matter. 100, 300, 500, whatever. So it's a $120 t-shirt that says upside but so that's why our the the brand has been a little bit
1: Well, that's why it's called The Upside with Callie and Jeff and not just The Upside. That's why The Upside will not be the umbrella brand and we spent an absorbent amount of time. A what? absorbent Exorbitant. Exorbitant.
0: absorbent would be like, I think sponge related. <laughs> that would be
1: absorbent. Exorbitant.
0: Exorbitant means a lot. Yeah,
1: that. Okay. And exorbitant, <laughs> whatever. We spent a lot of time researching other names. We had a whole list. Everything is trademarked. That's not weird and made up. So uh, the only thing that we could it was either do is do Callie and Jeff because nobody owns Callie and Jeff. And now we own Callie and Jeff. And that is the only unique thing we could think of that actually we could trademark everything we want to trademark on. Um, and it just, that's why. So it's not cause we're like Callie and Jeff, we're the best. We love our names. It's just that we literally could not find anything else that we could legally own,
0: but we will have the upside podcast with Callie and Jeff dollar. Like that's one brand one, like, not brand, but like so the one, umbrellas, one, Callie one, and Jeff, one spoke will be uh-huh. that, and then we're gonna have the spoke that is um our merchandise, which will be like we, I would like to do things that are more in line of like the gratitude journal, mm-hmm. um, and have have things like I like I, eventually
1: I, we'll have a line in Target, probably this,
0: <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Well, yeah, nope, that'll happen, yeah. just say it, wish it into being, yep, um, the. But I would like to do more things like the gratitude journal. Like, I think the wine glasses and the shirts you've designed and all that stuff and the weaponized hamster line and all that's cool. But I would like to have there be more like utility products in the Mm -hmm. merch line. And then when she was saying convention, I think she was talking about like doing some sort of event. And I would- That's a third spoke. Yeah. Events. and, And I would like to have there be an event with where- everybody learns like, yes. So an event's on there. And then also we also have the pick me up newsletter, mm-hmm. which goes out. So that'll still be a spoke. And then, um, so
1: it really will be a positivity based lifestyle brand. And we are, um, and then
0: we can, haven't even touched on the relationship with proposity and what we're going to do philanthropic with it.
1: Yeah. So there will also be a philanthropic. So those are kind of like the five kind of spokes and we have someone branding that now. So, the future of the upside isn't really the upside. It's the, it's the Cali and chef brand. Cause you know, we can't have because we're, we're ego maniacs. Um, but it'll be a positivity based lifestyle brand. So I don't think it's safe to say we know where that's going, but those are kind of like the spokes that we hope. And then who knows how big they could be. That would be great. Perfect. Besides live PD, what other reality shows do you watch?
0: Cali watches so much more television than I do. But I
1: watch Netflix. I don't watch reality TV.
0: Yeah, but I know, I was going to say, I don't think... What, you watch a lot of Dateline.
1: I do watch... That's not reality TV.
0: I know, but it's like stories, like real-life stories. No, it
1: says what reality shows. They're talking about like Kardashians and stuff like that. Nah, uh, We don't really watch reality TV, to be totally honest. Um, when we have breaks, we watch something that either we recorded, like Dateline or Netflix.
0: I want to start watching more TV because my go-to for entertainment is my iPhone, Mm -hmm. like in, and scrolling through Instagram and all that stuff, Facebook. And I want to get away from that. Like I want to put my phone down.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so I want to start watching more TV. And I think what I'm going to start with are the prison based reality shows. Those Those are really good. Fascinate Mm -hmm. me. And then I also want to do the 90 day Fiance. Ones, and basically everyone that Brooke Ryan watches. Here's, here's in- a
1: secret about all those shows. I don't have time to watch them, but... I am a Facebook follow of the group, the TLC group. They post so much video content. You can pretty much get a whole show in a three-minute clip that they post.
0: But you missed what I just said. I don't want to look at my phone, so don't tell me that. I have to pretend. Oh, yeah,
1: that's true. I'm right. Okay. I, wa-
0: I want to sit and watch mindless television. TLC
1: has great mindless television. Got it. Perfect. Uh, this is for you. What is the hardest thing about no longer being in radio?
0: There's nothing hard about it. Really? Yeah. Honestly, there's, um, I think I, am I, I am never, there, there are some people who leave radio and then become bitter about it, especially people who've gotten fired. I'm not bitter about it. I'm actually really grateful at all of the opportunities that, that came to me because of radio, which includes this show, this ability to do this show right here, uh, But everything, I mean, the paychecks, especially especially at the, I mean, I have to tell, like when at the Burt Show, like before I came to star, when I had far less responsibility and was making more money, like that was nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like that was really nice, and that afforded me the opportunity to explore stand-up comedy, and it allowed me to go to different cities mm-hmm. and do. So I'm really, really grateful for it. And and while I was in it, I liked the ability to make a a, a really great living doing something that I really loved. That to me wasn't difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't miss the hours. I don't I miss. I kind of had the thought that like, I don't know, uh, it's weird because I think people make most of their friends in the workplace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So some the thought popped into my head last week, like, I haven't made a new friend in a while. You know, because yeah. normally, mm-hmm. but other than that, there's nothing specific that I miss about radio. Do you miss anything about my radio?
1: Um, I miss a- the cushy pitch. <laughs> And I think you, but from the that was at the beginning. I mean, honestly, there is not enough money in the world to go through. Maybe there is enough money in the world. Yeah, there is. You were not making enough at your last job for the stress to be worth it. So that, to me, was just a that wasn't worth the paycheck to me, but
0: to me, but, while I was there, it was worth it. Like I learned, but so I'm not much. saying for
1: you, it wasn't worth it to me because it oh, was a yeah. really hard two years for me. Um, as a wife watching someone struggle, it was really right.
0: hard. Um, but I think you would answer the same way about your old job. You, um, Loved your old the job you had before the job you have now, mm-hmm. but I don't think you miss anything about it. I miss the people. Oh, you do.
1: hmm I do. I miss the people, and I miss being able to take my dog to work.
0: Oh yeah, because that that's was part. the greatest
1: thing ever, and I miss the hours of that job. I'm sure because I didn't have to go to work till ten. It was awesome.
0: I'm I'm the reason that you can't take because uh, I'm sure nobody at your current job would mind either of our dogs being in there, except two problems. One, Sadie is so skittish around anything that makes an abnormal movement or an abnormal amount of noise. TV cameras,
1: she would not be okay with it.
0: The minute y'all moved one of those big old cameras, she would be- She would freak. Seven floors away in a tiny, under a desk. Mm -hmm. And Lily- yeah, Lily can't
1: be trusted to be quiet. Yeah, she's a bit loud for live television. So no no dogs
0: in the TV studio.
1: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Okay, one last question for this round, and this is an OG listener of yours, I can tell. Okay. Does Jeff still own that land in the UK?
0: I sure do, which makes me <laughs> a lord. I have the-
1: Would you like to explain that for new listeners?
0: Yeah, the dude on, um, who's the guy with the creepy blonde beard that I think is on the Kardashians?
1: Lord Disick.
0: Yes, Scott Disick. Mm -hmm. He bought land in Europe and I thought that was such a great idea because if you're a United, or bought land in, I'm sorry, the United Kingdom, if you're a United Kingdom landholder, if you own land in Great Britain, you, you're, you have the title of Lord.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Jeff bought one square foot of land in yep. the UK.
0: It's, uh, it, it's in Great Britain, Callie, so it's a square meter. Sorry. If you have a question you would like answered as part of one of these Q&A segments, uh, all you got to do is submit the question to us on Instagram when we post
1: asking for them. You can follow me at Callie Dollar or Jeff at Jeff Dollar.